Welcome to Conversations with the Black Girl Blogger podcast, where you will hear amazing human interest stories from everyday people. They will inspire you, they will encourage you, and they will help you to overcome all of what you are going through in your life. I am your host, Aisha Morgan, and let's meet today's guest. So we are here with my friend Alicia, and Alicia and I went to college together. We ran track at U of H, um, and we're going to be talking about online dating. So we hear a lot of stories about the unsuccessful dating stories that people tell from online dating, but she has a very successful story to tell. So, Alicia, I'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself, and then we're going to get right into it. Hi, everyone. My name is Alicia Green. Um, as Isha said, we met, what, 20-something years ago? Yeah. 2001. So, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you were a year ahead of me. Yeah. 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 And we've remained friends ever since. I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. Um little about me I work I'm in my career is in banking I love to travel I love to party I love to have a good time I'm just fun (laughs) now did you go to high school in Trinidad or did you go to high school in America yeah I went to high school in Trinidad secondary school in Trinidad so I came to the U.S. when I was 19 um I came to Houston to visit my aunt when I was 13 Mm -hmm. and I just fell in love with Houston because I think it's mainly because it's of the warmth. It has a, I wouldn't say a tropical climate, but but because of the heat. Yeah. When I came, I went to also went that year when I came, I went, when I came to the U S I went, I came to Houston. I went to New York and Delaware and I did not really like New York and Delaware. And then when I started being recruited to schools, um, yeah, and U of H recruited me, I was like, I'm definitely coming to Houston because my family's here. I had like three, four aunts here, cousins mm-hmm. here. And it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds okay. me of home. <laughs> Delaware is near New Jersey. And trust me, you did not miss anything by not going to Delaware. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't have anything in Delaware. No, it's like five minutes long. all right so how did you get into online dating well funny story um well first a couple of my friends was telling me to join match I would say this was maybe 20 12 ish 2013 ish Mm -hmm. my friends were like join match and my personality, I'm very social, so it's not very difficult for me to meet people. Yeah. So I was I was kind of cocky with it. I was like, I don't need to go online to meet nobody. I could meet people any day. Yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of looking down on them like, nah, I'm good. I don't need online dating. And then um, I felt like I kind of was struggling a little bit. Like, um, typically I was dating mainly Caribbean men or Trinidadian men because that's what I'm that's my safe space because mm-hmm. it's easy to date somebody from the islands because you don't, you don't have to teach them anything. Yeah. Um, it's like, 
They understand it's your culture. culture. Yeah. Yeah. Culture. So I was like, nah, I'm good. So I, I didn't do it, but then I was like, you know what, let me go see. So I think I, 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 I joined plenty of fish and I think I joined match and I went out maybe on, I think I had two matches. I dated a guy, I think in Dallas, that didn't work out. Um, plenty of fish. I think I never went on any dates, but okay. um, back in 2015, when I graduated with my MBA, um, I, I pretty much said, I was like, once I'm done with my MBA, I'm going to actively start dating. Okay. So my cousin Ezra, he, he actually moved from um, New York to Houston. He was like, yo, Alicia, it's too easy. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you have to check out Tinder. He's like, man, it's too easy out here. <laughs> so he was on Tinder. And I was like, and this was like, um, you know, we were both single. He just moved out here and like, we would go out together. I think he, he introduced me to Ali Cat. We would go um, to the flat. We would just hang out. And like, every time we hang out, people think we're involved. Yeah. I'm like, Ezra, you be messing up my game. Like people <laughs> see a guy and a girl together. They're like, so when we go out, we have to like split up and he'll be on one side of the bar and I'll be on one side. Cause we're trying to p- meet new people. Right. But, um, he did tell me about Tinder and I was like, let me see what this Tinder is about. Cause he was like having a blast on there. Mm-hmm. So I got on, got on to Tinder and I, I think I was talking to like maybe three or four guys, you know, but I went out, I was, I dated, I think I dated two people before I met my husband. Okay. But, um, yeah, it, so I, I think I was introduced to it back in 2013, but I was skeptical about it. Cause I was yeah. like, nah, that's not my cup of tea. But then I, you know, went back and really hit it hard. Like, okay, this is my goal. I want, I'm dating to get married. And um, so 2015 was when I got back on and like was aggressively dating. Yeah. So when you, so you're dating these two guys before meeting Brian Mm -hmm. and how was that? Like, were they good guys? Was it crazy? Because you hear just so many random stories about people. Um. I wouldn't say I had, I wouldn't say it was crazy. My profile was very direct. Mm -hmm. So one tip I will give people that are actively dating online, your profile has to be very direct. I pretty much put on there, um, you know, like I'm dating to, I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if I put I'm dating to get married, but I put something to that effect. Like, yeah, this is not a hookup. Um, I, you have to have a, I probably said something like you have to have a passport on there. <laughs> like I was very, very blunt with it. You know, like, um, you have to be open-minded. I travel and, um, you know, I was just very direct on there. You can't, you know, you can't just put a bunch of cute pictures and just, you know, yeah. at that time I was what, 33. Yeah. I think I was 33. So I'm like, okay, this, we need to, we need to get this going with. So, um, the two guys, I went out on a couple dates with the two guys, but one of them, I remember specifically, he told me 
we dated for like maybe three months and he mm-hmm. came out and told me he's like i i'm not ready because he knew i was dating to get married and yeah he can get what i wanted so i like that he was up front and told me um yeah i'm not i can't give you what you want right now so um i think at that time i was like talking to maybe brian was already in the picture yeah still but like I I probably was further along with this one. Like I went on a couple of dates with him already. He probably came over to the house. I went over to his house. So yeah, it was interesting. So did you get any like crazy messages from people? Because I know when I did online dating and I was on Tinder, I was on eHarmony and Match. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like Tinder was like the randos so like people would send me such random messages where i'm like who would ever respond to this like why would you just ask that i guess everybody was different i'm I'm thinking on tinder i probably got a couple of dick pics that was inappropriate and i had to block them but um overall i think my candidness kind of like it either scare people off quickly mm-hmm. or um they'd be like nah i'm i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna deal with her she trying to she trying to get married and i just want to hook up type of thing yeah. so it probably scare people off because i was like i could i could be aggressive i would say when it comes to dating not like oh um let's talk about marriage on the in the first week or so yeah. but like um pretty frank with it i'm like yeah um and it's funny when you hear brian's side of the story he tell me i talk too much (laughs) (laughs) he's like (laughs) if he was different yeah but it was it was very interesting um i'm just so thankful for him because he i was telling rennie the other day that like god sent him for me like yeah i prayed i literally prayed for him because um I wouldn't, I didn't expect to be married to uh, African-American. Like I thought I would be married to, like, I would always say, I'm not, I'm going to marry a Trinidadian. Or yeah, Korean. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, no, they would, American men, they don't get it. Cause I've dated um, American men that they just didn't like the culture. And yeah. I'm very Trinidadian. Like I, my parents still live there. I go home every year. Most of my friends are Caribbean. I do the parties. I I eat the food. Like it's it's a part of me. So if you're not open minded, some mm-hmm. men that are not open minded, they're just not gonna get it. And with Brian, him being from Mississippi, him didn't even know what Trinidad was. He thought I was from Jamaica when he heard my accent. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh Lord, this is not gonna work. <laughs> and I was. I'm pleasantly surprised that he embraced the culture when he went to mm-hmm. Trinidad. He just fit right in. And Brian is just so chill. Like, you know, I'm the extra one. I'm the emotional. He tells me I'm over emotional. Like <laughs> I could be dramatic. And he's just, he's like, you know, why stress over something you can't control? Just relax. You know, he's just, he's just chilling. And yeah. And I'm just so dramatic, you know, but, it works out perfect. And I'm just so thankful that, you know, if I had said, I'm thankful I was open-minded enough to give him a chance 
So the um, other two got wait, the other two guys, were they from Trinidad or were they no, American? They were American. Got like it, I got okay. to a point where I was like, back in my last, the last Trinidadian guy I dated was maybe in 2012. Mm-hmm. And it was long distance. He lived in DC, but he was a little controlling. Like, I'm I'm sorry, you can't control me. Um do you feel I, like that was kind of um what happened a lot? Like are men from Trinidad more controlling? Um no, that he was a one-off. Okay. So he was a one-off situation. There was the guy that I was with before him, the guy that my longest relationship that I, it, it was like five years, he was Trinidadian, but he wasn't controlling. He just couldn't get himself together. Like yeah. he couldn't keep a job. I had to pretty much kind of take care of him to a certain mm-hmm. extent. And, you know, when you love somebody, you will do anything for them. Absolutely. You know, you yeah. would pay their car notes. You would pay their insurance. You would pay for trips. Love you is blind. You love would do everything. Blind. Oh, I love you. It doesn't matter. You know? And then, um, I was like, okay, after it will come a point where you, as a woman, you don't want to take care of a man. And it got to that point. I'm like, ah, yeah, this is too much work. But I think age has something to do with it too. Like when you're younger, yeah, age. Okay. When you're younger, you're kind of like waiting for them to get on your level so you have the patience and you're like okay okay and then a couple years go by and you're like okay what are you doing like what is happening then you get a little bit older and you see other people and you're like why are you still back in college days like and I think he was what six five or six years older than me and I'm like um he would drink and party and be drunk and, you know, infidelity. So he he didn't have himself together, but was being unfaithful. Come on now. You can't. <laughs> come on. You Pick a struggle. Feet. Pick a struggle. And you, you can't, like, come on now. Something's got to give. So, yeah. So I just was like, you know what? And then I dated another, tr- well, that was... This was when I was like 25, 26. And then, um, you know, when I moved to Lake Charles. Oh, yeah. And I was trying to run track professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I dated a couple guys in Lake Charles who were American. Okay. <laughs> but that was my, my kind of like, okay, let me be wild. You yeah. Know, just date. And I think every woman needs to experience that where they just not be the good girl but mm-hmm. just not too reckless, but just, okay, screw this. I'm going to date you and date you. I think I was kind of like talking to guys in Lake Charles, but when I come back, I was still messing around with um, my ex, the yeah. same one. So, you know, but then I think in 2010, when I bought my house, I was like, um, okay. I think, was that? No, I turned that. Turned 30 in 2020, 2012. So still 28, still kind of playing a little bit. I was still in my 20s, but I really buckled down and was like, after my MBA in 2015, that was mm-hmm. when I was like, I'm looking for my husband. Let's do this. 
Yeah. And that's when I met Brian. So did you have any rules when you were online dating? Like when I first started online dating way back in, I don't even know when, Uh um, my sister would tell me like, make sure you don't give them your number right away. Make sure you don't, um, like they don't meet you at your house. So you meet somewhere in public, um, make sure like, it was just very like safety things she would tell me. Cause she, uh, did online dating, but did you have any rules or was it just kind of, you just, no, I kind of just went with the flow. I didn't have any rules, but my sister in Trinidad, I remember she, she kind of coached me, um, along the way with Brian. I think when I told her about him, she was like on the first date, she's like, <laughs> I remember saying, don't be Kim Kardashian. Don't be Kim Kardashian. Be Kate, um, the princess, the duchess. Oh, like, be yeah. A lady. Don't yeah. be, cause I could be, I could be a little, um, what's the word? Not word, not raunchy, but like, or conservative. I think she wants me. My sister is like the total opposite of me. I would be posting bikini pictures and <laughs> half naked pictures on social media and partying pictures. And she's like, Alicia, you're getting older. You know, <laughs> you can't be stuff like that. But I remember her told me to be a lady or something like that. She told me. And, yeah. but when, cause remember Brian, his schedule, he is gone. So he works on a boat. So he's away 28 days and he's home for 14 days. Right. So, you know, Tinder, you have to know your location, right? It's like, you have to have your, your, your location on. So when we, we matched, I think in January and then he was either, offshore mm-hmm. but when he um we we kind of like we were talking on the the app and i think when he came home like it said that he was five miles away from me and i was like <laughs> five miles away from me i'm over here for dairy ashford and memorial and he actually lived off a of highway six and like west timer which was very close to my job mm-hmm. so he ended up meeting me at um jason's deli the parking lot of jason's deli the first time but um he he asked me for my number off the top because what I would say what connected us was travel because okay. his profile he had like pictures like he went to Singapore he went to Bali I saw him I think there was a picture of him in on in on Brazil the steps in Brazil and back then I was like single I was traveling also I was volunteering I was working out those are the three things I was doing mm-hmm. as a single person working out traveling volunteering and I was just on that travel spree you know I want to go here I want to go there so when I saw and I'm typically I don't see black men you I typically see foreigners traveling more so seeing an African-American guy like you went to he didn't go to like Miami or New York or Vegas right he was going like Barcelona and Singapore and Bali. I'm like, hmm, okay, let's see what this is about. So the our first day when we met at Jason Delhi, I was just fascinated. I'm like, so how are you traveling so often? What do you do? <laughs> like, give me, give me the tea. And he was the one who introduced me to the travel club. 
Oh, okay. He started like one of our first, we met face to face in, we met, I think in February and we took our first trip to Vegas because both of us never been to Vegas Mm -hmm. in August. Okay. So yeah, it was very, our journey was pretty interesting because he was also (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when I met him, when I met him, I told him oh, I'm practicing celibacy. And he was like, okay. And like there was, we went somewhere together. Cause um when we joined, when I joined a travel club, we had like a conference in Miami. Mm-hmm. And like we stayed in the same room, but we had separate beds. And like he didn't even try me because I told him that I'm practicing, yeah. which I thought was a turn on because typically it's you're in a room with a man where what 30 plus and you're not going to try me. So yeah. I was like, Oh, you're different. huh? So it's just, he's very like something about him was different. Yeah. He wasn't a typical, he, he didn't pursue me like how, how I'm used to being pursued. Like, he didn't chase after me, but mm-hmm. he was consistent enough to keep me engaged. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, yeah, he wouldn't go missing for like days or I would not hear from him for two days. and be like, how come you call me? He was always consistent. Mm-hmm. He always, he was always a man of his word. If he said, I'm going to call you because like I remember a lot of people were like oh he works offshore he got all these women you know when he <laughs> like like people would tell me stuff you know to fill your head up and negative yeah. talk I was skeptical in the beginning I was like uh, I don't know because Brian is not very emotional at all mm-hmm. so he was not like telling me I like you and I want to be with you and I want to marry you what I'm used to hearing from people all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to make you my wife. None of those things are coming out of his mouth. He was just very consistent. Yeah. He was calling me every day. We talked when he come home, he would take me out on a date or come by to visit. Or, you know, he was just like, we were, it was more like we built a friendship. Okay. And then we would like travel in between. And then I was like, you want to come to Trinidad, which was a test, which was like a big test because mm-hmm. I don't just take people to Trinidad. And he was like, yeah, because normally I remember I tried to take one of my other exes to Trinidad. He was American. Um, you remember the, the one that I took to Courtney's wedding? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't have a passport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when he said yeah, I'll come. I was like, okay, we'll see. I was like a little nervous because I'm like, how is he going to adjust? It's right. different. You know, we, yes, we have AC now in the house, but like, it's different. Yeah. It's it's an adjustment for someone who's never been, but because he's open-minded to travel, I was like, maybe he might like it, but maybe he don't. But I know that if he did not like Trinidad, I know that was going to be the end, the demise. It wasn't the relationship would not have lasted. Yeah. It just would not have lasted. Sorry. It's just. I mean, that's where you're from. So if you don't want to be where I'm from, then how is that going to work? Exactly. And he, he was also like, he, he, and he, and I'm, I learned this from him too. He tells me I need to be a little more observant. Mm -hmm. Like 
like I, I'm quick to talk and not observe, like just like be observant of your surroundings. So he pays a lot of attention. So he will come back and be like, did he notice this? I'm like, no, I didn't notice this. <laughs> but yeah, so it's been, I have success and I'm thankful for Tinder. <laughs> My online dating was, well, it, it took years to become successful, but I, I, I was adamant about finding finding love yeah and like you have to i also prayed about it too because um you know i remember in the beginning of it i was like god revealed to me if he's the one remove him out of my life if he's not the one because at this point i was what 33 about to be 34 Mm -hmm. come on six years away from 40 i'm like okay what and you know, I'm we had to date for years, you know, you know, just I'm just not just gonna get married. And I know I wanted to be married. I'm like, okay, come on now, is this gonna work? But I prayed about it. Um, and then I um I try to I tell my friends right now who are doing online dating, you have to be it's almost like you have to be in a good place because you in order to manifest and meet the right person, you cannot be bitter. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people, they're like, oh, these, these guys out here, they, they're trash. And, you know, if you're, or they, they, they're not healed or they did just talking negative things about men. Mm-hmm. And if they're in that space, they wouldn't attract a man because a man can, they can feel your energy. It's kind of like your feminine energy. They yeah. can feel it. So if you're like, trash talking men oh these this nigga this and you you're trifling and you did it yeah you're not gonna and i think my headspace i was in a happy place you know i was traveling i didn't have any baggage you know i had moved on from my past relationships and i was just so it was easy for me to receive him yeah and the relationship it was just very organic you know, I was a little like, oh, I don't know. My sister also told me, she's like, don't post him on Facebook. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to protect certain things. And, you know, and Brian also doesn't really, he doesn't really, he's not a big fan of posting. He's like, you have to protect certain things. Yeah. Like, you know, certain things he doesn't want me to be posting everything i post them because every now and again i like to i'm like and i'm a poster in my defense i am a poster you have to love me for me before him i was a poster with him i'm a post you know but you know what's funny because um you will do like a throwback and then you'll post pictures of him. And I'm like, dang, he was on that trip. Like, <laughs> I know because I, I think I hit him. I hit him up until we got engaged. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, obviously I had met him before that, but I didn't know that he was like going on the trips with you. Cause I'll be yeah. like, she must time it. So she's gone when he's working because so she's taking like all these trips. And then when you do your throwbacks and I see the pictures, I'm like, now look at that. He was on the trip. Go ahead. He was. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he's been on most of the trips with me, but I just don't post him because right. you want to <laughs> protect and you know, you don't want to put everything. And then I didn't, I did not know 
that he was going to propose to me. I was totally surprised. Totally surprised. So how long were y'all dating before it happened? We met in 2016, February of 2016. He proposed in 2019. So three years. Yeah. 2020. And I thought that was long. I thought that was three years too long. I'm like, (laughs) you should have known after a year. Because (laughs) believe it or not, I knew after a year. It's something in his spirit, you know. Yeah. And after a year, I remember we went to Fiji for his 35th birthday. And I sent Rennie a picture of my engagement ring. I was like, this is the ring I want. Mm-hmm. I sent it to Rennie. Like, I, I knew a year after dating him that he was the one. Yeah. But it took him three years to figure it out. But Brian is very slow. Like, he, he's not going to make impulse decisions. He's not going to make emotional decisions. He has to really think things through mm-hmm. so our, our with him it's not like oh we need six months oh i love you you're beautiful you're everything on a piece of paper you look perfect let's get married no he is gonna go through the process organically see how yeah. it works and then okay and gonna- i mean you have to understand too like every other month he's gone Right, right. So even though it was three years, like y'all weren't technically. It was, yeah, tech in real time because he's away from me nine months. And we're Out of the year. And we're only physically together three months. In Like when he counted days. Yeah. He's away 28 days and only with me 14 days. So in, in a calendar year, he's away from me nine months out of the year. Mm. And he's only physically with me three months. So, yeah. So really, y'all only were together for nine months. (laughs) (laughs) So for him, that might have been like, woo. I know. I know. But it felt um, like a long time for you. But I'm sure for him, it's like, okay, I think she can probably handle me being away and I can trust her. And yeah, yeah. Whatever. And like, because I'm I'm very I'm very transparent, like and. I talk a lot. <laughs> he tells me. <laughs> and Brian is like, he, the other day, he's like, Alicia, can you take your brain off and just relax? He tells me to turn <laughs> off my brain. He's like, turn off your brain today. Just turn off your brain today. It's like, because I'm trying to plan our 40th because we both turn 40. In February. Um, yeah, I turn 40 in February. He turns 40 in March. Mm-hmm. And I want to start planning our 40th. And he's like, can you turn your brain off, please? We'll, <laughs> when we reach that bridge, we'll cross it. But yeah, I, um, you know, I shared a lot with him so he'll be comfortable. I let him know I have guy friends. I made sure he met all my guy friends and, you know, I wanted to see how he, he interacts with my Caribbean circle yeah. just to, just to see if he's uncomfortable. Cause you know, it could be uncomfortable to some people because Caribbean people could be very cliquish and sometimes they could be obnoxious, the men. So I was like, hmm, I don't know if he's going to fit in, you know? It might be awkward for him, but yeah. So it took time and he was able to like adjust to certain people and, you know, had a little hiccups here and there, but yeah, he's, he's pretty dope. <laughs> well, you were talking about like him acclimating to your culture. You just said he's from Mississippi. So how was that for you? It was to me, it was an easy adjustment. 
because I've been okay. in America for yeah, 20 but you years. haven't been to Mississippi. <laughs> well, so, the, okay, so the adjustment, well, his, at first his accent, his voice, mm-hmm. he has a very heavy voice. So at first I had to look at voice, a very Southern voice. So I had to kind of adjust to that. Okay. And, um, what else? The food we still, that's, that's a, a topic of, um, could cause conflict in the sense that he eats junk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, w- I was raised not to eat junk. Like don't drink sodas. Um, eating like uh, he makes biscuits and gravy, which I love. I, I was just <laughs> introduced to biscuits and gravy, which I totally love. But all that flour and it's it's yeah. just a lot of like I eat healthy, and he eats fried chicken. He would want barbecue. He would go to Bud's barbecue when he come home. Let's go dinner, and he likes to eat out, and I like home cooked meals. So that the whole topic of food and stuff is a little like can be a little challenging. Yeah. The other day I bought I ordered HelloFresh and he actually liked it. So I think oh, we, well, may, we may invest in getting HelloFresh subscription because I don't really like to cook, which he knew what he knew that from the beginning. <laughs> I'd be like eating cereal sometimes because I don't even want to cook. <laughs> No, for real. That's not one of my things. I just, I was telling one of my girlfriends, the hardest part of being married for me is cooking. Like, I hate to cook. Yeah. I feel I'm a bad wife when he comes home for two weeks and I'm like, uh, <laughs> but I cook. Like, his, the first three days of him being home, I cook. After that, I'm like, you're on your own. <laughs> no, but after that, it's like, he'll like probably make because he makes red beans and rice really good or we'll go out to eat or but yeah cooking is not never yeah. think that something is a wifely duty take that out of your mind because it's your relationship so for y'all if going out to eat and cooking only a few times works then it works like don't and feel- he doesn't he doesn't put pressure on me to to, to cook at all he, yeah, he, he and never pro- he me. probably prefer to eat what he <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So Let's that's probably why it. he doesn't complain. Like Jamel, <laughs> if I cooked what and he ate what I cooked, he would probably never eat. <laughs> so he'll ask me. He was like, "What are you about to eat?" I'm like, uh, "I don't know. I'm probably gonna make X, Y, and Z." He's like, oh, "Okay, I'm probably gonna go get something." <laughs> like, <laughs> Like on, on Saturday mornings, he'd be like, we'll get up. We'll be in the bed looking at each other. He'd be like, Waffle House? We'd be like, yeah, because we love to go <laughs> Waffle House. That's like one of our little date things we would go on for breakfast. So he'll go pick up Waffle House. But yeah, the, the whole cooking thing is like, oh, it's like I wish I can just have a chef in the house, man. That is exactly what we say all the time because... <laughs> Even so, I like to cook and I think he likes to cook, but the running out of ideas, like you get tired of making the same thing. He's like, I just want somebody to come in and just cook. Like, I don't care what you make, just make it. Yeah, I'm tired of thinking, I'm tired of finding recipes. Like, I know I made um, chicken breasts. Like, I would eat, and I do not mind eating leftovers. Brian is. A d- one day of leftovers. That's 
<laughs> he's he's tapped out and i'm looking at him like i would be eating leftovers for two weeks and he'll look at me crazy two like weeks I, is a little extensive alicia <laughs> yeah, but i i don't i i just i would eat leftovers i'm finding leftovers he's like okay two days max one day two days max and that's it and i'll be like Ugh. it's this cooking thing it's it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot yo now how about like meeting each other's families because y'all are two separate totally different cultures so my parents love him my family loves him okay so he met my family in Trinidad before he met my family in Houston okay um so my because my our family's little like mm-hmm. not and Brian is a big guy when my mom saw him she was like yes we're gonna he's like somebody big mommy is like somebody big so we can have big <laughs> babies I was like oh, Lord. <laughs> so they, they they like him and Brian is a gentleman he's very calm and you know so they welcome him and my fa- I think my family in Houston like him yeah I would say so and his family like me too they um they like my accent and they think I'm pretty so I'm funny I'm cool so yeah, yeah. and Brian is happy so that's all that matters that's right <laughs> it's all about the two of you yeah yeah and his mom is not his mom lives close by and she's very she like you know you have some parents who are like intrusive mm-hmm. like she's not like trying to come over all the time and calling and being what you doing she's very very nice she like they give us our space you know when and he has a really good relationship with his mom and his brother and his sister so it's yeah i am happy that the family that i married into and i'm sure he's happy the family he married into because yeah we don't have any drama my family in Trinidad, yeah they're simple cool yeah so the fam the family dynamics i would say is really good it's really good thank god for that <laughs> yeah and i was thinking in my head like culturally y'all are different but when you look at where you're from and you look at people who are from more of the country, the vibe is very slow, mm-hmm. very relaxed. So mm-hmm. it's very similar, even though it's yes. different, it's similar. Right. Because we went, um, I remember we had to go to a funeral in Mississippi last month and we were eating watermelon mm-hmm. in the yard and his his uncle have horses and they were singing and the rain started falling and they were outside singing in the rain and we don't sing in the rain, but we would play in the rain in Trinidad mm-hmm. and we do a lot of things outside. So it's very, it's a very humble, their family is very humble, very humble way of living, very family oriented, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Pray, prayerful family. So yeah, it's cool. That's good. But now, you're, when you got married, where did you get married here or did you get married in Trinidad? We got married in Tobago, Trinidad. Tobago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We wanted something. Well, he didn't want to get married in, we didn't get, we both didn't want to get married in the U.S. Okay. We really wanted to elope, to be honest. But then I was like, uh, I want my daddy to walk me down the aisle. So yeah. 
we had a very small wedding. It was what, 65 people in Tobago. His family was able to come. His grand, his uncle got a passport, got on a plane for the first time in his life. Wow. Um, so he he had good representation. So it wasn't like all my family. I would say like on his side, it maybe had like 30 people. Some oh, his, that's a lot. Yeah. All his, yeah. his boys from Mississippi and Louisiana came down. Um, his sister came, his all, like his close-knit family came, his brother, his mom. Yeah, it was it was well represented. It wasn't like it was. 60 of Alicia's side and five of his side. Yeah. It was like 20, I think traveling, it was like 20 of us was on the flight. Okay. When we travel. Yeah. Yeah. So So do you have any tips for people who are online dating? I mean, to be honest, I don't even know if it's the same as when we were online, if it's different, like I have no clue. So tips, I would say in your profile, be direct. Don't, don't put fluff on there. You know, don't try to catfish anyone. You know, I know a lot of people, I'm guilty. I'll be using filters on all my pictures. I'll be be posting because the filters make you look a whole lot better and a lot smoother, but um, just be yourself. Um, Mm. Be direct in your profile. Say exactly what you want. And, um, I would say praying on it. Um, I, I have a, a little diary app that I do and all stuff, you know, from the beginning of when you started dating and just have a good spirit. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't go into online dating being, oh, I gotta do this. This is so annoying. Don't go in with a negative attitude. You yeah. have to go being hopeful that you, cause there are great men out there still. It's difficult to find them. Yes. But I know <laughs> there are good men out there. You gotta They're, pack your patience. Yeah. And just 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 pray on it. You know, go in with a good spirit, good, me- good a good attitude about it. Yeah. And enjoy the process. Like, don't, you know, it's not gonna happen. I think, you know, I'm met my match in 2016, but I think. I started the first time I went on match. I had no success in 2013. Yeah. 2013. So it took me what, three years Mm -hmm. of dating to find my husband. And so it might take people longer, but you know, and just keep your options open, you know, and just also enjoy the journey. Like don't be negative enjoy the process and I think it will it will work because shoot nowadays it's hard to unless you go on a reality show <laughs> ready for love or what's that the one called put a ring on it or yeah, yeah. love at first sight or whatever that was or mm-hmm. so those are my tips just be be honest with yourself enjoy the process be direct and have fun that sounds like some good tips to me well alicia thank you for taking the time to talk to me about your journey and i am so happy for you and you and brian are just the cutest oh thank you and i know there are infinity of years of love for both of you together
And that's a wrap on another amazing episode. I know that you were just as inspired as I was after listening to that conversation. And to let us know how we're doing, don't forget to leave us a review, like, share, and follow the podcast. Also, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at The Black Girl Blogger and check out our website, www.theblackgirlblogger.com. And the most important step, make sure you share the podcast with someone you know and tell them to share with someone they know. And if you know someone who has an amazing story to tell, or if you yourself would love to tell your story, leave us a message on our website or any of our social media platforms so we can reach out to you and have you on the podcast. Until next time, peace out.